Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. So, oh, it's, it was a voting day yesterday. I forgot all about that. Apparently, there's a big lot of voting going on yesterday. I don't, I don't see any real big surprises in it, whatever. I didn't look at the whole thing, but I just, uh, Matt Gates won his primary. Chris cruises to victory in Florida primary, but they're saying he'll never beat DeSantis. And I, I'm just reading this. I don't have an opinion on it. I'm just reading it. I don't know what to tell you, Right. Right. Andy's adjusting the cameras right now. So. Oh, boy. <clears throat> what do you got that? You got that aimed at Alex? You and me. Oh, it's me, too? Okay. You and me, bud. It's mostly for you. That's yeah. a pretty good look, though. I, I, I like corner, it, Andy. And whoever's here will have a Indeed. Uh, yeah, we're going to, the, the podcast will be nationally syndicated. I mean, there we go. Uh, starting. I think the third week in September. I think they're going to roll in right after Labor Day. Uh, but we'll be on vacation that week, so um, it's coming up big. But uh, having some dinners this weekend with some some stations around the country and getting this on. I mean, podcasting is going to take over radio. I hope people do understand that because podcasting. I think it already has. It kind of already has, hasn't it? I think you're right about that. 
But that's some good stuff. Now, uh, 5.30 this morning, uh, phone rang, and it was the hospital, North Memorial, said that uh, you guys better get in here because she's uh, very shallow breaths. It doesn't look good at all. 5.30 this morning, right? So I, uh, I got a hold of Tony Lee and told him I wouldn't be coming in. And now Alex just got a message that said, probably going to be sometime tomorrow. How does she keep recovering so well? She's not recovering. I think it's just like when she's in, when you're in a condition that she is in, and then, you know, their heart rate goes up or their temperature spikes or something, then everybody's like, oh, this is it. Yeah, that's what they do, isn't it? And then sometimes things settle down, and then it's not it. So I don't know. I know, but they, she literally thought that, that Pam probably wouldn't live until she got to the hospital this morning when she left very early. Um, we, you know, we left, uh, I don't know, in any case. Um, but, uh, yeah, she left, and now she just sent Alex a text that said, now they think it might be tomorrow. So I don't know, but I'm not going to leave uh, Mom just hanging out there by herself to be going uh, – doing this, that, and the other thing. But I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's just a very sad thing because Catherine, <clears throat> and we could talk about this because Catherine's not here. She's still at the hospital. But uh, she's going through a situation right now where her 95-year-old father is ready to go, and he just keeps hanging on. I mean, he's 95 years old, so that's pretty yeah. impressive. But he wants to go, and, and everybody would kind of hope for his sake that he would go, but he just doesn't. I thought hearing about Pam being on death's door would push him over the top. Well, he doesn't know that. No. Oh, I thought he did. He no. She, they said that she had a bad stroke and can't talk. <clears throat> oh, that's all they told him? Yep. And might be, yeah, I think that might be it. And uh, I think they'll say, you know, like she got really bad and she passed away. Oh, that's what they'll, they'll tell him? I think so, yeah. Because it's know. like there's no point in telling him a ton of stuff because his memory's not... Great. Oh, that's true. And they were thinking that he might just keep forgetting about it anyway. Yeah. But he seemed to remember it. But then there are some days where mom's like, he doesn't even bring it up. So I don't know if those are the days that he doesn't remember right, what happened right. or if he's just like, I don't want to talk about it. So I don't know. That's a possibility. <clears throat> yeah. One of my favorite things. And he's 95. I mean, you know, he's 95 years old. What are you gonna do? By the way, war hero, World War II, went in at, what, 16 years old, I believe, yep. he went to service at 16 yeah. years old, won Why? every medal except for the Congressional Medal of Honor. Have you ever seen his medal, framed pur- medal things? Purple Heart, yeah. Well, the Purple Hearts, and there's all kinds of them. He's got all kinds of medals. But, yeah, he, uh, 17 years old, he was sent in uh, to free death camps at 17. Yeah. Can you imagine dealing with that? At 17, you're seeing you're sure digging can't. people out of... Ditches, you know, corpses out of ditches I mean, and all the rest of it. I no, went thanks. to Dachau, you know, decades later. Yeah. And that was hard enough. <laughs> I bet you just being there, because I've never been there. I bet you that's very difficult. Isn't well, it? it was interesting. Like, going to Auschwitz would be horrendous. Dachau, they didn't use their gas chambers. They right, had them, right. but they didn't use them. And so when we were there, it was a little bit like, okay, they're here, but at least they didn't use them. I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's yeah, good. exactly. But then you go into exactly, like the yeah. main area. I mean, you saw what they lived like. Yeah. And then they had pictures of how everyone was and what the pe- I mean, how 
skin and bones yeah. all these people were and stuff. And it's just like, it's shocking. My mother-in-law reads a lot. Mm-hmm. And I read a lot. And she gives me books that she's done with. And for some reason, she is very interested in World War II Holocaust literature. Oh, I can see that, yeah, because it changed the world. But I'm like, I can't take it. I know. Like reading all of these. I know, it's true. Super depressing books. I just. Like you said, uh, 16, 17 year olds serving uh, in World War II. Yeah. But my favorite thing that Don did, and it's only because Don, Don and I have always gotten along pretty well. Uh, you know, at the very beginning, there were a few bumps, but Don and I have gotten along very, very well. He's 95 years old now, and he, he's having a tough time. There's no doubt about it. Well. Uh, he's having a, such a tough time. As a matter of fact, some of the family members wish that he would go on to the great reward, as they say. He wishes that. Yeah, I know he he's wishes like, can that, Can I just too. die already? Yeah, he wants to. Because he lost his vision. Yep. Not completely. Yeah, once you lose your vision, it's not like, yeah. Yeah. And well, he, I'm so all he's done. just like, I just want to go. I don't have any interest in doing this anymore. Well, I'll give you an example of how bad his vision is. Uh, your mom and I went and visited him a couple of weeks ago, and we're sitting in there. And after we were there about 45 minutes. You said this. I know, but we have different listeners. We do? It's not the same people that listen every day, you know, Alex. It isn't? No, you didn't. It isn't, really? I don't know. But in any case, he, uh, after we are there about 45 minutes, he goes to Catherine, well, how, how come Tom never comes to see me? Where, oh, how's Tom doing? And your mother said, he's sitting right next to you. I yeah. mean, his vision is that bad. He couldn't even see me sitting right next to him. And some days it's really, really bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Where he has... <laughs> I was going to say he has visions. He has <laughs> his vision vis- is yeah, so bad he has not. visions. No, he does. He, like, sees things because yeah, his brain does. is yeah, trying right. to make sense of what's in front of him. And he'll be like, why is there a truck in my apartment yep. and stuff? And he'll think that there's a black hole in front of him. And it's like you have to remind him, like, you're in your apartment. There's nothing here. It's all the same. And he's like, oh, yeah. Because his brain is just trying to make sense of all the weird shapes that yep. it sees. There you have it. But I tell I, you, we're, we're just, what's that? Were you going to say something? I was something? just going to say, I will never get over the fact that your brain sees, I mean, your eyes see everything upside down and then your brain just fixes it. Fixes it, yes, flips it, it over. That's so weird to me. Like, it gives me a headache thinking. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. that. I understand what you're saying. It does kind of give you a headache. Um, <gasps> do, you, do you think the people will ever understand that the more severe they get in their opinions and their views the worse things are going to get not the better do you think we'll ever understand that as it gets further and further apart uh, look if we could ever get to a point do you think you guys in your lifetime because it's never going to happen in my lifetime but do you think we will ever achieve what we wanted to achieve in the first place and that would be everybody gets treated exactly the same doesn't matter your well, sexuality, doesn't matter your gender, doesn't matter your skin color. None of that matters. Everybody gets treated the same. There's I always got to be a bad guy. You ever notice that? Well, I mean, I treat everybody the same. You do. I know you There's do. There's a lot of people so that treat everybody the same. There's never, ever in any possibility that all people will treat everyone the same. No, That's but. It's not ever going to happen. I just wish politicians in Hollywood would stop. With the singling people out. Well, they do it on purpose. I know, they to make money. They do it to make money, you know, no doubt about that. Now, here's an example of that as well. Um, 
consequences for a church that staged an altered Hamilton. Now, I never did. You guys ever see Hamilton? No. Yes. I would never. And Alex. It was okay. <clears throat> I'd rather drink bleach. <laughs> than see Hamilton. Yes. I don't know. It was like I watched it because I thought that it. I should, since it was such a big deal. Yeah, very big deal. It sure was. To people, and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And Michael made me watch it one night. He came over and he's like, we're watching Hamilton tonight. And it was fine. I mean, you would absolutely hate it. I know I would. But I didn't think it was, but I knew what it was, and I knew what to expect, and I knew how people felt about it, and so I just kind of watched it from an objective point of view, and it was fine. Is it true that Patty has seen it now nine times? Live? Probably. Live? Yeah, she'll, like, go. (laughs) She's obsessed. Hmm. Well, she went to New York. I think like six, seven, eight times to see yeah, it. She'll fly anywhere to yeah, go see to it. Yeah, to see it. She loves it. She loves it so much. Now, here's the deal. Apparently, uh, the Texas church that staged two performances of what Deadline calls an unauthorized and Christianized version of the musical Hamilton will pay unspecified damages for doing so. The Door Christian Fellowship Ministries in McAllen, Texas, confirmed in a statement that it did not ask for or receive a license from the producers or creators of Hamilton to produce, stage, replicate, or alter any part of Hamilton. Our ministry will use this moment as a learning opportunity about protected artistic works and intellectual property. In addition to not staging any future performances, the church will destroy all videos, photos, and recordings it took. Our original story, uh, okay, here's the deal. A church in Texas has created a firestorm with its apparently illegal portrayal of the musical Hamilton, which included rewritten lines comparing homosexuality to addiction and praising Jesus. I don't know about the praising Jesus part. Do you care about that? Well, yes. People, people who like Hamilton do. Do they really? They don't like Jesus? Uh, a lot of them like Hamilton specifically because it's woke. Oh, it's very, oh, is it really woke? Oh, it sure is. Well, it's, so it's oh, the story of Alexander Hamilton... Who was not woke? Generally, no. no. Well, he was a federalist. <laughs> yeah, he was a federalist. He was the woke of his, uh, the of woke the, of his that's time. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. Um, so it's a general story of Alexander Hamilton and how he cheated on his wife and all these things, and had because he had that mistress of his sisters, yeah. his wife's sister was like his mistress or something. And oh, then, really? Yeah, and then he had that duel with what's his face, Raymond Burr, not Raymond Burr, no. Alexander. Alan, what is it? The hell was his name again? Well, that you've said Raymond. Raymond. Well, he was Perry Mason, but you know, Uh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. There we go. Well, you know. Yeah, and so that whole thing, and so that's the whole thing. But the entire cast is either like black, Hispanic. Like, there's no white people. Oh, there's no white people in it at all? Yeah, and then it's like, they're, people say that it's a ra- they're rapping, but it's really not. It's like Rent. The entire thing is like a oh, song. Oh, it is? Okay. The entire thing is a song. There's no talking it's in it sung at all. through. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Um, no, I know I'd hate it. Yes, you would. Um, and it's kind of like rap-ish. Rap-ish. Rap light. Is it heavy on it's the It's kind ish? of like, you know, like spoken word. Yeah. How that there's yeah. like the certain cadence and everything to how they talk, but it's not like they're, you know, like really rapping. So yeah, it's it's woke in the way of how it was cast and how it's portrayed, but it's the it is the story of Alexander Hamilton. So I, here's what I don't understand about it. How do you not know if you're putting on a play even if it's in a church, how do you not know you can't change the words in the play cuz you don't own it? You can't do that. No, you can't. So why would they go ahead? Well, I mean, it, it depends technically. 
What do you mean? If it qualifies under the um, umbrella of parody, then you can do that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if it's under, but this was not parody. I don't know what that was all well, about. Well, it's you know, it's hard to say. Did Alexander Hamilton? Did he was he a Christian or something? Is that why the church did it, or they just did it because they're Christian? I think the they church all... did it because yeah, it's a church. Because <clears throat> it's a church. Okay. Yeah. They were trying to do the, you know, hey, fellow kids thing where they take something cool and make it Christian. They've oh, been doing yeah. that for I know. a I, long time. Well, I have, have my cousin, who's one of my dearest friends, is Christian, grew up in a Christian household. Her husband works in a church, very Christian. She's like, it's just, she's been volunteering in the kids' stuff like you know what used to be called sunday school and now yeah. it's like adventure kids or something oh, it's like not that sunday school anymore no, it's like called something else Why, what's and she's wrong like with sunday it's school? nothing but i don't know they're trying to make it sound more fun because it's oh, not yeah, school yeah, it's a school. party you know kind of whatever <laughs> right um so i lost my train of thought oh yeah um she's like it's really weird because they'll just play videos of like these people like rapping and popping and locking about like jesus and they're trying to make sunday school super interesting and like with the times yeah she's like but it doesn't the kids don't even learn anything about any of it they just care about the like rapping and dancing and so yep. they don't have any memory of oh sure what sure. they're actually being taught which is interesting because yeah like we went to a super traditional catholic school <clears throat> where there was no anything other than the same no, thing they would never every do that. single yeah. time they would uh, this kind of thing always reminds me of a uh, video made the rounds about a decade back I'll sing some of the lyrics. Well, I'll say some of the lyrics because he, <laughs> he says it. them. Um, but I won't say the final lyric, but you can guess what it is. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly. My beats are sick. My crew is big, and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my... No. Whoa. Yep. Swigger? <laughs> is it swigger? Close Swig. enough. What? Swig. Yeah. What? Yeah. Was it a What's black that person from? that no. said this? It, oh, it was like some okay. like sixty-year-old white guy rapping for Jesus. It's called. Where, where um, did that happen? Um, where? Let's see here. Rapping. Second Church of Christ in Iowa. Oh, it's in Iowa. This is what churches have always oh done. They've always taken like rap, and they've yeah. been like, "Oh, okay, this is what the kids like." So exactly. I'll rap about like, yeah, who breaking loaves. Interested in Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like no. Mm-hmm. It's just, the way he says the last word too. I don't know if I should play it. I'm guessing yeah, not. Yeah, he wouldn't play it. But, but uh, it's just God, funny I'm because tr- he's clearly very uncomfortable saying it. Say, but does he sound like the like, whitest man alive? Saying... Well, it's like he doesn't want to say it, but <laughs> he clearly has been told like this is cool. This is what cool uh, kids do. So gosh. you got to say it. In hey. Iowa, they think that white kids say that. Well, I think that that's what rap says. Well, that every is what rap, rap song, yeah, that's true. especially ten years ago, was just like full of that word. It so was. it's like if you want to rap, you know. I guess. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. And <laughs> I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip hop beat. Okay. These That's are the actual, what it is. These are the actual <laughs> the lyrics. The lamest thing you could He's ever think. He's a life changer, miracle yeah. arranger, mm. born to the virgin mom in a manger. Water to wine, he's a drink exchanger. 
And he died for your sins. <laughs> Drink exchanger. I know. I think Come Andy's on. gonna Andy's gonna run out and see that uh, the, the first chance he got to go to Iowa. I'm gonna need these sound clips of Andy rapping Jesus. Songs oh yeah, absolutely. For the future, Andy rapping about Jesus. So, it's so common. It keeps going, by the way. It oh, has sure. five verses. Oh, okay, that's good. That's too many verses. Boy, look at the time. And of course, it ends with him saying, "Word up." Oh God. He does not say oh, word up. God. Oh yes, he does. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Word up. Oh, word up. That was actually, I like that song, actually. It's one of the few songs like that I like. The Jesus rapping song? Oh, word up. <laughs> no, that's Let not. his love pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. Pop a what? cap that in your butt? That doesn't even make butt? sense. That's, that makes that no sounds sense. really awful. Okay, that sounds I have to say. Oh, let his love pop a cap <laughs> yeah. in your butt? That, that does what? not sound Is good. Is that what he says? Is po- let love pop a cap in your butt. Yep. <laughs> What what does that mean? That's what I'm well, saying, they don't even a, know what they're saying. They just are taking cap, slang. Because pop a cap in your ass used to be like a threat. Shoot you, yeah. It yeah. was just like I'm going to yeah, shoot right. you. But like, they said butt instead of ass because it's yeah, of course, a Jesus song, and they just took something that people yeah, they don't know what they're saying. Let his love pop a cap <laughs> in your butt. That's... Don't do that. Don't let anybody ever do that. Pop a cap in your butt. No, let their love pop a cap. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. (laughs) (laughs) We better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, right you know, we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Okay, what do you guys think about this student loan uh, borrower thing? I don't know anything about it. Uh, Apparently, President Biden uh, and his office want to pay off $10,000 of of, uh, student debt for anybody who's got like 120 Gs a year or less income or something like that. It's somewhere along those lines. And I don't really understand why they're doing that. Here's what we should have done. Once again, here's why I don't like politicians and big business. This was all created by allowing colleges to be for-profit. Now, there there are colleges that are not for-profit. Yes, definitely. But there are many of them that are for-profit, and there should have been limitations put on how much profit they can make. Because I understand there are some colleges now that are coming up on that hundred grand a year deal. Do you know anybody, any of those? hundred grand a year to go to college. I think 77 or 80. I don't think I could ever 
consort with someone who paid a hundred grand a year to go to college. To go to college, I couldn't <clears throat> respect him. But in any case, uh, they're just uh, they're, they're going through some some tough. Uh, it's I, apparently it's going to happen. They're going to pay off student loan debt. Now, if I just got out of college, which I obviously did not, I only went to college for one day, but. If I just got out of college a few years ago and paid my debt off, I would not be too happy about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, luckily, you guys never had any. Your your mom and you guys never had any college debt. Do we get paid I back? I have college debt. You did? I have, yes. From where? From the college that I graduated from. What, where did you get that debt? I we just always... graduated college like last year. Well, I know, but mom, <laughs> I gave mom enough dough every month to pay your college tuition. That was when he was in St. Thomas. That was like, yeah, 15 years ago. But I, it would have been at any college you went to. Well, I don't know. Well, if that, he, I think there's a statute of limitations the 12, on that. Oh, he was on the 12 year college plan. <laughs> yeah, 12 year college plan. <laughs> I don't think it really counted. Well, no, but see, that, that evens things out. Andy went for 12 years, I went for one day. <laughs> the family can have just I did, so we a, both I did have a normal a, amount. We both have a master's. Actually, I did one extra semester. Eight, eight years is a master's, right? Yeah. It's bachelor's and then master's and then PhD. Well, master's usually only take two years. Oh, okay. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's it? Typically. I suppose that's true. Did you guys even realize back when you were going to St. Thomas and St. Kate's that, that most kids do not get their tuition paid for? Yeah. Or People you did know that? People were constantly talking about their, how much debt they oh, were they, Well, yeah, it's their, a lot of debt. How they had to apply for so many scholarships and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Somebody told me to, 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 get a, to become a doctor, like a medical doctor. Oh, God, I'm sure it's $300,000. I, apparently, it's, some of them places are close to a half a million. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus, I'm sending That's a lot of money, man. I'm sending a text to a friend, and you know when you're having, a, you're texting somebody, and then you're having a conversation, and you accidentally type what you oh, yes. want to talk about. Yeah. I said, my mom and I had an incredible cocktail while we were in college. Well, you were in college together. <laughs> yes, I, meant, I remember I that. I meant in Hudson. That's oh, all true. Yeah. Because she and I are trying to make plans for this weekend, and I'm like, we could recreate the. Well, we well, my mom and I were in college. <laughs> we Indeed. Fancy Indeed. cocktail. Well, tomorrow's a big day because, first of all, it would be uh, your grandma Toots's 102nd birthday. Wild. Uh, but it's also the beginning of the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State <gasps> oh, is Fair. It? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. We yeah. went to the McLeod County State Fair. Yeah. You... Was it comparable? Um, I mean, basically the same thing. A but bunch of a food vendors scale. and some rides. Yeah. I would never go on. Uh, state fair ride? County fair, state fair, no. like collapsible ride. I know. No, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. No. Unless it's been welded in place. In no. And driven into the ground a mile. I'm Actually, I on went it. on one of those spinner things where it's like you lay on the wall and then oh, it spins yeah. centrifuge so fast. Deal? Yeah, the centrifuge yeah. thing. I went on one of those at a county fair once because I was like, what's the worst that could happen? It's just a spinning circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to be up high Somebody and then hurled? it collapses. I that would be... was the one. You hurled? <laughs> yes. Oh. Which Did you get I, any on anybody else that was in spinning it. toward you? No, not in it. No, oh. no not in it. No. That Some people that. do vomit in it. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, hindsight. Maybe, hindsight. maybe don't go on those. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I got off and like half an hour later I threw up. Oh, did you really? Yep. But I was like, sure, I'll go on this. Why not? There you have it. So, yeah, your Minnesota State Fair is thrilling as ever growing a list of new State Fair foods is. We all know that the first bite inside the fairgrounds has to be an old favorite. You guys do that when you go to the State Fair? Do you have, a, like, a, a thing that you go to first? Yes. What do you get? I have, well, first of all, I am 
we'll never get over the fact that Schumacher's is gone. I know. Because the is dumplings. That? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Schumacher's they were dumplings so were phenomenal. good, and I'm very sad that wow. they are gone. That was, like, my thing. I was like, was I will great. go and get 17 dumplings. It was great. Um, I like to get deep-fried pickles. Yeah, they're good, too. I really yep. like the deep-fried pickles. Um, Blue Moon Cafe has... Um, like sweet corn and wild blueberry ice cream. Really? It's so good. It's really, really good. This um, is off topic a little bit, but i got to ask you a question because Byerly's okay. has it, and I've been thinking about getting it. The Mexican, what is it, the Mexican sweet corn or Mexican corn dish? It's some kind of Mexican corn dish. It looks absolutely delicious. Mexican corn dish. Yeah, they have it at, they have it at London Is it a dip? Is it a casserole? I don't Is know. It, a, it just looks well, really good, but I've never had it. Very unhelpful. I know. That's like my usual deal. Very unhelpful. Okay, uh, braving the elements, weaving through crowds, and standing in line to greet those home, these homegrown friends, our icons of the Minnesota State Fair. Okay, you guys get – we'll go through this quickly. Uh, well, now, Alex, are you, well, you can't vote on the meat ones. I can vote on if I were going to eat meat. Okay, you ready? How I would. Yeah, that's true. That's rank. true. You can do theoretical. That. Okay, yeah, you ready? theoretical meat eating. Here's for the two of you. We start out with grilled peaches from the produce exchange. Man, I can Looks grill peaches what? at home. They have grilled peaches grilled at the peaches produce from exchange. The produce exchange. Because Dan, one of his things is he goes to the produce exchange and gets a peach every year. Oh, they've got grilled and peaches. Grill- looks delicious. He's going to lose his mind. Can you just buy a peach and He's put it on the grill? so excited. Yeah, but, I mean, they do it for you. I guess. I don't know. He loves the peaches there. He says that they're just, like, the greatest. Mm. And they are. I've had bites. They're well, delicious. But no, I'm going to tell him one. this. There's a peach something ice cream thing that I've had at, the, I think, the produce Ooh. exchange. And they put, like, they cut up the peaches and then put ice cream on them. I don't know if it's at the produce exchange or not, but delicious. Every year I have to go through the, you know, the ride section. What's that called? The, the Midway? Midway, yeah. Go through the Midway and look at this one. I can't remember what the name of the ride is, but I know where it is. I go by it. Well, every time I go to the fair, I go by it just to see because my brother Troy, who died a few years ago, a couple of years ago now, got into a fist fight with a carney there because a carney grabbed him and tried to drag him on the ride. Oh. What? And Troy Troy kept telling him, let go of me. Yeah, I'd let be. Let go uh, of me right now. What and the, guy the heck? Wouldn't. Troy beat the piss That's out of That's like assault. Ass. Yes. <laughs> Kidnapping. Kidnapping. Okay, number two is roast corn. Delicious. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Roast corn at the fair is fantastic. But I also like, I don't know. That's not something that I have to get at the state fair because I I'm understand. like, I, you can make good roast corn it's at good. home. Okay, Andy, Prado Pup. I mean, you can, these okay. are all things you can get anywhere. Pronto Pups, you can't. No, no Pronto Pups are different than a corn dog. They have a different. Yeah, or are they? Yeah. Dan always gets one. He gets one. And yeah, shares, and then the kids usually split one. What is the mouth trap? M O U T H. That's cheese curds. Cheese curds from the mouth trap. That's exactly how you know that. I am obsessed with the state fair, and oh, God. so I've been to the mouth trap many times. And the cheese curds. I don't know. I'm like, I can have two cheese curds, and then I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I understand. I would never go and eat like a big thing of cheese curds myself. Those Gouda cheese curds, though, at Golden Valley are really good. Those are really good, but they They're have mac really and cheese in them. Indeed, they yeah. do. Okay, this one is going to get cheers from uh, the listeners. I, I'll be able to hear them cheering. You ready? Great. Sweet Martha's cookie jar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I will say, fresh, delicious. 
Next day, not, not no, oh, really, really not that pretty terrible. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like, know that. They have that. to be fresh. Really? Or it's I like don't the, want them. the sugar like crystallizes yes, and so then they, they become get, like crusty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's weird because you, you have, have to have, eat yeah. them right away. You have to have them warm so yes. the sugar is like melty. Or I guess you could put them in the oven or something. I yeah, don't you know. could heat them up again. I know. I so I always get the cone, but I tell them please do not overfill it. Because they load it up oh, they until do, it's yeah. towering and spilling over. And I'm like, please just fill it to the top of the cone. That's all I want. And they're yeah. like, you sure? We're going to charge you the same. I'm like, I don't care. Just I don't want it slobbering not, all over the place. And I'm like, we're not going to eat all those. Yeah. Yeah. And because they get the bucket and then they overfill <laughs> it, it, that too. It's and really I'm like, full. We're yeah. not going to eat all these cookies. You we know just they... want like a couple cookies each. Somebody told me that Sweet Martha's during the fair makes like three to four million dollars. It's I'm all, sure it's they, all do. they do. Yep. They don't do any other job the rest no, of the year. That'd be the best job in the world. Work for what, two weeks? Two weeks. Ten days. Yeah. Ten days, yeah. Yep. Okay, you're going to have to explain this one to me because I never heard of this. Salem Lutheran Church Dining Hall's egg coffee. That sounds awful. What is egg? It looks terrible. But what is egg coffee? Do you I know what don't. that is? Have egg any idea? Coffee. It's, like it's a, a traditional. Egg? Oh well, there's there's a Vietnamese version and then there's oh, okay. a Swedish version. Minnesota they put church like ladies. Oh, actually, you know, it? I think I know what this is. I think I think it is. Egg um, yeah. It's basically whipped egg. Froth it. Yeah. yeah, you whip the egg. I've had they they had it at uh, Starbucks. It was called like a cloud coffee okay. or something. Is yeah, it, good? it was actually pretty good. Yes, they do that with cocktails too. They put egg whites in it to make them like oh, frothy really? on top. Yeah, yeah, that's like a thing. There is no egg in the coffee cup. Eggs are mixed into the grounds for an incredibly smooth, exquisitely simple cup of church basement coffee. Church basement church coffee. Basement I don't know what that coffee. means. Okay, how about the giant egg roll from Cuviette? Caveat. I've, oh, had, I I've had a giant egg roll. I don't know if it's from there, but there's a place that does a giant egg roll at our farmer's market near us, and they're delicious. Delicious. Okay. Walleye cakes from Giggles. Ooh, Giggles. I like. I really like Giggles Campfire Grill. Um, That's a good are, place. Don't they have the Cajun ones? Uh, I think so. Yes. Yep. If I think they, they don't, do. the Cajun ones are so good. Wherever Walleye that cakes is. from Giggles. Giggles is a good guy too. Oh, Tire Carver says Sweet Martha's is also open and Back to the Fifties. Oh, really? It is the Back to the Fifties mm-hmm. car show, huh? I guess. See? I guess that makes sense. It's like the yeah. other Minnesota thing that yeah. people do. Yeah, that's and they true. started to sell. Um, their dough a couple of years ago, like frozen. Oh, well, they did. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're not as good. Would this well, yeah, be? Of course not. Yeah. Would this be your Minnesota dinner right here? There's a piece of of blueberry pie and a cup of water, but on the dish the ham loaf at Hamlin Church Dining Hall. Oh, ham loaf. Ham. There's a there's a cornbread muffin. Um, mashed potatoes, roasted corn, and a big chunk of ham loaf. It's very Minnesotan. That's a very, very Minnesotan dinner right there. You're right about that stuff. You know, I had to get used to that once I got out of the north side because we didn't have any of that stuff on the north side. These traditional, well, most of my suppose are probably Scandinavian, aren't they? Most Minnesota traditional dishes. That are German. Yeah, that are German. That's exactly right. So we didn't really have that kind of stuff. We just went with the like uh, the Chef Boyardee uh, spaghetti in a box. Oh yeah, spaghettios. <clears throat> there stuff. you go. I used to eat those all the time. I tried about seven years ago to like relive my youth. They were so bad. Really bad. What yeah. are they? Chef Boyardee spaghettios. Oh, they're Horrendous. terrible. Really, they're really terrible. bad. Horrendous. I don't know if they changed or I changed. Uh, but it was I definitely us. Cannot eat them anymore. Oh god, it's all sugar, they're isn't it? Just it's, it's extremely sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's very just, sweet. It's, uh, oh, they're nasty. It's like I Lunchables. Bought... I can't eat Lunchables anymore. 
Well, the, have you seen the ingredient list on the back of a Lunchables? Really? It's like three paragraphs long. I'm sure and it's it like, is. isn't it just ham, cheese, and crackers? No. Nope. It's it's all chemicals or something. Ugh, I well, really? I mean, they have to make them shelf stable. So. Yeah, that's true. Nasty. But you can ham is shelf stable. Normal ham. Normally, yes, it is. But I mean, like these Lunchables, they can be sitting on the shelves in the grocery store get, for yeah. a year and a half. They started making Lunchables Naturals or something like that. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I've had those. And those, well, I haven't had the Lunchables brand ones, but yeah. there's like a Hillshire Farms one, I think. Go Meats. Yeah, exactly. When I say Hillshire, <laughs> you, you say, say farm. <laughs> but yeah, oh, like adult God. Lunchables, basically, and those yeah. are super good. Yeah. Well, are. It's like a Triscuit and a piece of like actual ham. And yeah, Fawn likes those and there's like mm-hmm. dried blueberries and stuff yep. with them. Yeah, my kids like those too. They're a good like... It, on the road snack. God, I used to eat the Lunchables pizzas all the time. Yeah, oh, did we you loved really? lunch. I don't think I could ever again. Well, that was something that, as a vegetarian, it was one of those things I could get. I would get the Lunchables pizza, and I just wouldn't put the pepperoni on it. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, and that was well, like... Wendy says that she used to love the Chef Boyardee stuff. And then when her daughter was young, so this was probably 20-ish years ago, maybe yeah. a little less, mm-hmm. she said they tried them again and they were disgusting. So I think it is, you <laughs> grow out of Chef Boyardee. Well, I mean, probably, uh, what yeah. did I eat a few weeks ago that I was like, oh, I loved these as a kid and I tried them and I was like, I've had a lot of those experiences. Yeah, nasty. Everything I, I liked as a kid is gross. You know, that'll show you how, how times and things have changed. Chef Boyardee. The Chef guy's name Boyardi. is Boyardi. Yep. Who yep. doesn't Boy-ardy. know how to say Boy- Boyardi? Boyardi instead of just Boyardi. Although we had Italians in my neighborhood, so maybe that's why I knew how to say it. Maybe that's what it is. I guess. I mean, people don't know how to say Ostego. They say Ostego. 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 I had a boyfriend whose dad said Ostego. And I was like, do you know how to read, sir? No. The T comes before the S. Okay, so there you go. You got your fresh French fries, and you got the Tom Thumb mini donuts. Not that bad. I thought, Alex, I thought you'd be wild about that. I don't like donuts. I you really don't. Like don't I don't really no. either. Real? Well, we didn't eat money of them when you were kids. No, we didn't. We, we had Krispy Kreme once when it when it opened. <clears throat> yeah, and then that was basically that was about it. it. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. Well, that's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly, people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. 
How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Okay, now this is going to tell everybody who's not from Minnesota just how stunning the effort they make at the Minnesota State Fair on the food, uh, on the food area. Food area. Apples. Okay. It just says apples. That's well, I, no, says. I will say they have, if I'm remembering this correctly, there's like 60 different type of apples. Okay, we are the an apple state in this early part of the tra- harvest season. Showcases all the crispy, juicy beauties at the fair. Track down new varieties of frozen cider pops. Ooh, that'd be good. A cider pop. At the Minnesota Apple Stand or indulge with a little cinnamon sugar and pie crust at uh, the mini apple pie. Get it? Mini apple. Get it? Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, apple dumpling. Ooh, apple dumplings are good, man. So they got a lot of different ones uh, you can go to, the apple things. Chicken in a waffle <laughs> cone from Blue Barn. Oh, there is something from Blue Barn that's so good. What is it? I don't know. It's some type of, like, fritter thing. It's a fritter? Oh, my gosh. What is it? That I do not know. It's so good. That's one of the things that I always get. Mike Rasmussen actually introduced them to me. Is it the corn fritter? Yes. Is it the blue cheese corn fritter? Maybe. Where is it? It's at Blue Barn. Blue Barn. Oh, it is at Blue Barn. Okay. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> delicious. Blue Barn's good. Yeah, they have blue cheese it. corn fritters, usually yes. a state fair exclusive. Yes. But they served them on July 16th because it was corn fr- National Corn Fritter Day, apparently. Oh, there, there you, go. you go. Yeah, delicious. Okay, and they Alex. have like a blueberry sauce or something. Oh, yeah. There's like a so- I don't know. They're really good. All right, you're married to one of these people, Nordic Waffles. Oh, yeah, Dan likes those. From the moment it debuted at the fair in 2019, Nordic Waffles has had constant lines emanating from its gnome-topped cabin. Yeah, you had those at uh, your wedding, right? Or was that something else? Is that like volcano-looking thing? Oh, no, that's a... Snargle Fleevel? Yes. Krumkaka? Is that Krumkaka? The almond cake swirl thing? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there oh, you that's go. not a that Swedish was, waffle. No, that's okay. a it's a cake. It's like a uh, tiered. No, Swedish waffles, waffles are just waffles basically a cake. Just what? What? If you think about it? No, it's not at all. Fluffy bread. What is wrong with time? You? No, Pl- fluffy bread time. Okay, great. That's what a cake is. No, they're Swedish waffles. They just look like regular waffles, except for they're broken up and they're heart shaped. On it's like the circle, but then within the circle, there's four hearts. Oh, I think I saw those at Johan's Joe. Oh, yeah. Which would make sense. Which would make sense, yes. But, yeah. Damn good place. They're good, and the toppings on them are really good. And, yeah. I, another thing that I always do at the State Fair is go to the honey stand and buy honey sticks mm-hmm. for Andy. Oh, I used yeah, to do those all the time. I get them for Andy every year. You got to do it. Cinnamon, yeah. Yeah. And that, now the kids like them a lot because of we course. would always buy them, and they'd be like, honey sticks. And so, oh, and I always go to the Miracle of Birth Center. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. You got to see the little animals. I got stuck on Yield Mill once. Oh, yeah. 
That'll happen. We had to be rescued by the fire department mm-hmm. in Yield Mill. That'll happen. Jerk chicken roti sandwich at West Indies Soul Food. Never had that. I love jerk seasoning. Jerk so seasoning I, is if good, I yeah. were going to eat meat, I'm sure I would like that. Maple cream nitro cold press at Minnesota Farmers Union Coffee Shop. I can't drink caffeine, but that does sound Nitro delicious. cold press is the best coffee, but I can't drink it. And can't maple? Drink it. Too much caffeine. Way too much caffeine. Maple. Cold press Yum. especially has an A insane amount of caffeine. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah. Ooh, here you go. All you can drink milk stand. Barf. Vomit. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Ugh. I cannot tell you the last time I drank milk. I have no idea. No. It's probably no been idea. 25 years. Disgusting. Probably. No, thank you. I don't even put milk in my co- uh, my uh, cereal. No. We use al- uh, oat milk. Yeah, it's oat, oat, oat milk, yeah. almond milk. Oat yeah. milk and everything. <clears throat> almond That's milk tastes true. like Play-Doh. Does it? Yeah. It's, yeah, not terrible. Oat, milk is, oat milk is delicious. I got one for Alex here. I bet you she'd love this one. Andy, you'll probably like it, too. <coughs> no. Deep fried cream cheese stuffed olives at fried olives on a stick. That yeah. sounds delicious. That's per- that oh, sounds wait, pretty good. I have, looks delicious. I've had that. It's right by the grandstand. They're on a, it's like four of them on a stick. I will tell you, it takes about an hour for them to cool off. Well, yeah. <laughs> Deep fried oh, cheese, God. yeah. Because they, I suppose, they yeah. put the olives, they stuff them with cream cheese, and then they put the olives on a stick on top of each other, and then they do the batter, and then they do the thing. Deep fry it. They do the batter, and then they, and they give they it to you, and it takes forever for them to cool off. It's like you're biting into it, and you're just like, because <laughs> it takes it's ridiculous. Like and that's molten, coming from you. You can eat lava. things that are so yeah, hot. Yeah, and I and and yeah, Andy, you wouldn't be able to eat it until like a week later. Okay, now we're gonna run some by you because we talked about having had milk in years. <clears throat> I, I literally would say it's probably been 25 years since I had a glass of milk. Gross. I mean, probably longer than that, actually. Gross. How about a chocolate malt? Because that's got milk in it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I, I drink milk malts all the time. Products. Sure. I just like just drinking a glass of milk sounds. Nasty. A chocolate malt is that whipped milk or what is that? It's malted yes, milk. Yes, it's, it's whipped, whipped milk. Whipped milk. milk. AKA whipped cream, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't true. know what it is. Yeah, it's malt. They put malt powder in it, and that's basically ice cream. It is, yeah, with exactly. malt powder. Yeah, with malt powder. Yep. Essentially. Cheese on a stick and fresh lemonade. Yeah. No, you didn't like it. Yeah. How about the turkey yeah. sandwich at Turkey to Go? Oh, yeah, people love that. I'd rather just get a turkey leg. There you mm. go. How about breakfast at the Peg, P-E-G? Breakfast at the Peg. Peg. It, I don't, I don't know. know that one. I've never, no. Maybe we'll give it a whirl this year. You got the cheeseburger at Midway Men's Club. Uh-huh, you're going to beat a cheeseburger. I mean, you know. Oh, the 1919 root beer. That's some good root beer. Yeah, root, we like that. that is, yeah, root beer float with the 1919. The Midtown Global Market is the final one. That's fun. Uh, through the years, this stand inside the International Bazaar has delivered consistent excitement with its rotating selection of vendors. Every year, two business businesses from the Lake Street Food Hall. Is that the old Sears store right there on uh, Lake and what is that? Is it Lake and Hennepin, kind of? No. It's further down than that. I don't oh, remember where it is. the one that, yeah. Yeah, it used to be a, the, the Sears headquarters yeah. for Minnesota. Yeah. So I have a couple um, points of note. All right. So the first one is you talking about those honey sticks. Yes. Reminded me how when I was a kid I used to eat all those honeycombs. Not honeycomb cereal. Honeycomb. Actual honeycomb. Actual honeycomb. Yes. Yes. honeycomb yes. The like wax honeycomb real. from a bee. I just did a bit of math. And the amount of sugar in one of those... Is the same as nine 16-ounce Cokes. Oh, God. 
And I used to just eat those, well, yeah. no problem. I mean, it's straight sugar. It is literally just sugar, yes. That's sugar and wax. Um, point two is Tyre Carver says the Dole Whips, which oh, everyone yeah. is so into. I don't know what that is. It's a banana with whipped cream on it, I think. No. I don't know. Or what it's like soft whip serve. Oh yeah, it's like, like pudding or something. I don't. I didn't think flavor. it was that great, to be honest. I don't know what it is. Tire Carver, tell, explain. Yeah, why is I it think good? It's, I think it's soft serve with like a ribbon. I of think you're certain right, Flavor yes. in it, and I've never had one. <clears throat> I don't. Maybe I had I one two have. years ago or three or whenever. Yeah, that was. like maybe I had one a couple years ago, and I don't remember. And then the third point is we have Wendy on the phone. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Uh, okay, Wendy, I'm going to do a, a few of the comments. I'm going to do a few of the comments on this food because I love doing the comments in the Star Tribune. It makes me very, very happy. Mm-hmm. The cheesesteak sandwich at Andy's Diner. Th- what? I get to say, though, that the one thing, you sh- there's a new food vendor there this year. And I don't know if you like it or not, but they're really good. It's um, cheese curd tacos. Oh, that does they sound good. Like yeah, a, that could be pretty good. Tortilla, the flour tortilla, and they deep fry the tortilla. And then they have um, different cheese curds in it, and they have a couple of different uh, ways to have it. And one of them has, uh, well, Alex wouldn't like this one because it's got bratwurst in it, bratwurst oh, yeah. and cheese curds, and this uh, kind of chipotle aioli over it. It's amazing. Sounds good to me. Are you going to go this year, Wendy? Yes. Yes, we are. It's uh, My daughter is... Uh, She's like planning where she wants to go. It's it's a foodie experience yeah, for us. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. All right, sister, you ready for the comments on the the uh, state fair food? Here we go. Let her rip, Captain. The cheesesteak sandwich at Andy's Diner near the Midway should be on here. Comment two: Good list. Although Sweet Martha's cookies should be uh, only on one state fair list, the most overrated food at the fair. I mean, they're warm, they're not. to be I honest, I kind of agree. Oh, do you? Like, they're good, but it's it's a cookie. Yeah, it is a cookie. Any warm cookie they're is going to be they're good. They're good, but only when they're, only when they're hot at the fair. Yep. Exactly. Because if you bring any home, they, I brought yeah. them home for my husband one year, and he's like, your cookies are like 100 times better than these. What's the deal? I'm like, eh, well, yeah. you know, Any fresh cookie is going to be good. Mm, yeah. Pretty okay, much. does anybody know what a gizmo sandwich is? Oh. Oh, you know what that is? No. I did at one point, and I've forgotten, but I remember Let's see. Knowing. It apparently is an Andrew Zimmer thing. Oh, it's an Andrew Zimmer thing? Really? Whatever happened to Andrew mm. Zimmer? He, you don't hear I from mean, him Zimmer, anymore. Didn't he die? Zimmer? No. No? I'm thinking of He's what's his face. He's got a new TV show. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah, thinking who am I thinking of? He's got a new TV of? show on one of the channels. The yeah. And if you have Discovery Bourdain? Plus, just yeah. pull him up, and mm. there's a bunch of TV shows. Let's see, a gizmo sandwich, ground beef, Italian sausage, yellow onion, chili flakes, some sort of seasoning, white wine, tomato puree. Jesus. Shredded mozzarella. Yeah, so all the things. It's got a, a it's bit of everything. everything That's sandwich. almost like a, kind of like a hot dago a little bit. A hot dago? I haven't heard that in a while. Well, you know, there's a <laughs> restaurant in our, uh, in our neighborhood. It's called Dariette. And unfortunately, Dariette, they finally closed because people that owned it retired last year. And they had the world's most wonderful hot dago. Oh. I think, do they still have a hot dago over at, uh, was it, what's the name of that place over in North? I used to go over there with John Hines all the time. It's right across from the old Grain Belt Brewery. Is it Dusty's or Rusty's or what is it? 
God, there's a, that bar has been there forever. I love that bar, but I think they got that kind of sandwich over there. I think. I'm not certain, but I think that's true. Emil says a Dole Whip is frozen spun pineapple. Well, that might be good. Yeah, oh. yeah, it is. I have a, re- I I get a recipe for it that I pulled off Pinterest that I need to make. But, yeah, it's more fruit than it is anything else. Oh, it is. It's big, big on the fruit. I was wrong. I was also very I wrong. I really like pineapple, so I... I mean, I like pineapple, but it's like, like it. I don't know. Maybe. A lot of these things are really just like, just make them at home. They'll be fresher and better and cheaper. Oh, people people <laughs> love a Dole Whip. Yeah, but I'm I'm lazy, so it's a lot easier for me to just buy it from somebody there. That is true. It is Dusty's, by the way. It is Dusty's, yeah. According there to Mystery go. Listener. That's what I thought. I used to go to Dusty's with, with John Hines all the time. I used to go there. I miss John Hines. He's I think he lives in Florida now. I think he lives... In, oh, on the western side of the state of Florida because he retired. Tampa area. He's off and running. Yeah, kind of, kind of by Tampa. Where yeah, all exactly. the Minnesotans go. Indeed. Uh, I got to run this by you because I don't. We got a guest coming up in a couple of minutes, but I just want to run a couple of things by you before our guest comes on. Robin Lively will be with us talking about strong fathers and daughters, which I think will be a very, very interesting conversation. Well, it's a uh, show. Yeah, it's or no, it's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's, it's a, a movie. movie based on a book, I believe. I think so. Did she write the book? No, but she, she is in starring the in the movie. Oh. Well, there you go. That'll be good. And where is it? Does it say where it's playing? Uh, it's on Pure Flix. What is which that? is a Christian-based streaming service. Oh, it is? Okay. So they're drink exchangers, <clears throat> rearrangers, or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> I, I get it. I hope she <laughs> doesn't like, let I Jesus. I like Robin Lively. She was in... I remember her from Teen Witch. I mean, that was back in the day, but I've always liked her. I like that. That was back in the day. <clears throat> oh, this... she was in, wait, she, was she, yeah, well, was Punky Brewster? No. No. She was in Punky no. Brewster. Yeah. I Apparently. met Punky Brewster once. You loved Punky Brewster. No. I thought you did when you were a little kid. She, that not... was well before her. Yeah, t- it was I'm before my time. It was off the air this. before I was born. Might be thinking really? about mom. <laughs> Maybe it's mom. Um, I really wish mom had given us a text. I was a teenager, and she was annoying then. Uh, Punky Brewster was annoying back then. She's I will say when I punky. when I met her, I met her when I was on Twin Cities Live actually, and I made that chili I think with you, Dad. Um, she oh, yeah. seemed like she thought she was really important mm. and cool. Punky Brewster. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. No, wait. This was not Punky. Wait. Nope. Uh, was this Sol- Soleil Moonfry? Soleil Moonfry, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, it's that the was, same person. That was Punky Yeah, Brewster. yeah. Yes. Both weird names. Soleil, yes. yeah. Moonfry. Okay, Soleil Wendy, Moonfry. we only got two minutes before our guest comes on, so i got to run this story by you. I just made the comment that people are getting angrier and angrier and meaner and meaner, and I, I just can't believe the harm people wish to do to one another. I really wish we could kind of settle down and treat each other with some respect, but... This may be the all-time capper. Family and friends of Helen Wendy Neabuto, 24, are struggling to cope with a young woman's drowning in a hotel pool in Canada. She drowned in a hotel pool in Canada on a Thursday, and somebody live-streamed it. What? I'm sure. Why what? would you do that? That is what kids are trained to do oh, now. Live-stream it, you'll get all the views, and you'll be popular. 
Niabutu, who is from Kenya and worked as a nurse at an elder care facility in Toronto. She is seen smiling in the camera before waiting in the shallow end of the pool after less than three minutes. Niabutu is seen moving to the far end of the pool where she appears to begin struggling frantically. She moves out of frame but can be heard calling for help. So, uh... Darren says that she live-streamed it. Oh, so she live-streamed it herself? For drowning? Um, oh, it says here it's unclear what exactly went wrong. In the star notes, the certain, uh, uncertainty fueled fake news and speculation on social media that foul play was involved. Uh, Alphonse Nayamawaya, a close friend of Nayabuto's, who briefly spoke to her by video chat before her death, insisted it was nothing more than a tragic accident. Well, it doesn't say she was streaming it herself, though. Yeah, no, she was live streaming herself swimming at the pool. Oh, okay. And then she oh, and drowned. then she drowned while she was. Oh, so she wasn't intentionally live streaming her Thank drowning. Thank God. No. I thought, man, okay. people getting worse by the minute. No, people have done that. They have. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In, in rivers, I've, I've seen uh, some references. I didn't see the video, but references to people live streaming someone drowning in rivers, which I'd, I'd be a little uncomfortable well, with that. Tom, I think a lot of people don't realize we don't need to see every minute of I know. Right, life. right. That's very true. You know, I couldn't agree I mean, more. Stuff like that makes stuff like that makes me more confident in my decision to like become a hermit when I retire. Yeah, no, I understand. I do understand. All right, young lady, we got a guest coming up in about one minute. Thank you for your time today, Wendy. 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 Absolutely. You guys have a wonderful weekend. You too. Thanks very much. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Robin just called in. Look at the time. Look at the timing. That's like professionalism right mm-hmm. there, isn't it? I mean, isn't that what you think? It shows how professional we truly are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our very special guest, Strong Father, Strong Daughter, streaming now on Pure Flix. You can just go to pureflix.com. That's P-U-R-E-F-L-I-X, pureflix.com. Robin Lively, how are you? Tom, how are you? I'm doing amazing, thank you. Well, see, we now that's what we want to hear. We just what what we want to do, <laughs> Robin, is somehow figure how we can get people to stop being so mean to one another. And everybody's a victim, and yeah. I hate you, and oh my god, is this going to come to an end someday, Robin? You know what? Really, I I I can't wait until it does because I'm over it, just like you. Oh, let's just... just be nice to each other. What's wrong with that idea? Why is it so hard? I don't. Yeah, you know, like why? What? Why is it so hard? I know. <laughs> now, before we talk about strong fathers, strong daughters, tell me, tell me about Pure Flix. What's that all about? Um, well, this is a streaming network for uh, faith-based, family-friendly 
kind of um, material. I yeah, like I'm kind of new to it to be honest with you. So oh, okay. Um, but it seems like a good one. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Strong fathers, strong daughters. What what what's the situation there? Because basically, I'm a very strong father sitting here with our son and our daughter. So, Alex, there's a strong father and a strong daughter right here in this room. Can you even believe it? And then Andy's yeah, a strong it. father too because he's got a little boy. So, and well, I have a strong daughter. And you oh, have I've a strong daughter. It's a very <laughs> married to a strong father. Robin, Robin, we got a lot of connections to you today. Yeah. Well, fantastic. I love it. I love to hear it. <laughs> so tell me about the movie. Well, I want to hear about it. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so it's a great movie. I can tell you. It's, you know, I, I did this film with my husband. I don't know if you know that Bart Johnson is my real life yep, husband. I did know that. Yep. Um, okay, well, there you go. See, you're ahead of the game. Um, and it's basically highlighting the story of a father and his daughter and the importance of that relationship and that bond. And um, basically, you know highlighting how hard it is to let your kids go, but the importance of being able to do that and also like doing right by them in the face of like adversity. And when it's the hardest thing to do is to do the right thing. But you know, cause I, I, I find, cause I fall prey to this as well. It's like, you know, we never want our kids to be angry with us. You know, mm-hmm. so we're like, Oh, we just want them to be happy and to be our best friends. But you know, how important and vital it is to, to be that parent to them. And, you know, and also the importance, like I said, the importance of the father and his daughter and, and to her development and all of your kids, of course, boys and girls. Yeah, no doubt about that. I, you know, I think, you know, as I said, uh, my wife is usually here, but unfortunately her sister is not uh, doing well, so she didn't make it into the show today. I, I would have loved for her to be here oh, for this interview. Sorry. Oh, I know it's not. I would have, too. That would have been so nice. It's not going to end well, too. sorry to hear about that, though. I know. It's terrible. Uh, it yeah, really yeah. is. But I'm so sorry. Gosh. One, one problem I do have, Robin, in real life is that you can push me and push me and push me and you can do things and say things and all the rest of it. But if it starts to roll over and affect my children, you got a huge problem on your hands. I, I just I'm way overprotective of my children. Yeah. Yes, you are. I, no, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> they both go, yes, you are. <laughs> well, I, I, but I think. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? Like, I, you know, I think that's great. No, no. Oh, he's. Oh, here we go, Rob. I'm going to well, get it now, Robin. You basically Robin. led us oh, to here. believe that everyone was out to kidnap us when no, we were children. That's not what yes, I said. yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Rob oh, starts no. laughing. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you no. thought, no. like, everyone was a threat yeah. to our well-being, pretty much. Well, we grew up right what? after the, uh, what was the kid? Jacob Wetterling. Jacob Wetterling, yeah. 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 He was a little boy, Robin, that was kidnapped many, many years ago. And as a matter of fact, I do a lot of voiceover, too. So I did a bunch of uh, PSAs about him being kidnapped. And they literally just found his murder, oh, like, 25 years, 30 years later. 2016, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was 2016 when it happened? Oh, no. Well, no, that's, that's when, when they found, found him. him. Yes. Yeah. Found him but he was kidnapped in 20, oh. 1989. Oh, my God, is that long? So, yeah, I, just, uh, I was just about to turn three, and Alex had just been born a half a year earlier. So. Yeah. Bad timing. Yeah. It was indeed. Yeah, that's actually terrifying. I know. Yeah. But see why I, I get a little you know, touchy I, because I read. Well, I, I'll say one more thing, Robin, then we'll move on because I want to hear your take on the movie and all the rest of it. But mm-hmm. but uh, one of the voiceovers I did was for a, a young, uh, man whose young son, teenage son, died from huffing. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. So I did an anti-huffing campaign with him, and he was a very nice man. You could tell he was deeply, deeply hurt by this, losing his son. But I ran into him mm-hmm. about two years later, and I'll never forget this because I walked up and said hello, and I said, oh, well, how are you doing? And he looked at me and said, how do you think I'm doing? Yeah. It just, Ooh. does it ever get better? And he didn't mean it to be mean. Oh. It just, he wanted to make the point. No. It hasn't gotten one bit better after two years. And I could see that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's like, I just pray that we never have to experience anything. I can't imagine anything harder in my life. Oh, no you know? question about it. Ugh. Okay, so what yeah. makes up a strong father and what makes up a strong daughter? That's I'm going to see if my daughter, who's sitting right here, is a strong daughter. Mm. <laughs> I think she's a strong daughter. I can, I can just tell. I agree. I can tell. Um, well, I think being a strong father is, you know, being strong in the sense of, like, being able to be vulnerable and there for your kids and, um, you know, like I said, doing the hard thing when it's like you don't – you know, parents, I think, like I was saying, they just, they don't ever want to upset their kids. And so they're afraid to, you know, at times do the right thing because it can upset them. I think that's being a strong father. I think loving them, being there for them, putting them before most other things, making yeah. time for them. That's a strong father, you know. Um, and same as a strong daughter, I think, is being able to be vulnerable and, and um being able to be present and, and <laughs> I don't know. My gosh, there's so many things, right? Like I, my kids, I have a, by the way, I have a 19 year old, a 17 year old daughter and a 14 year old son. So I have two boys and a girl. So this movie is actually kind of like life imitating art. We have three kids. <laughs> right. They're at different ages, but, but you know, we're like, wow, is this what's to come? Or is, is this prepping us? Cause this is hard. We figured, like, our, our 19-year-old went to, um, well, he, we went through the whole college deal with my son, right? Mm-hmm. Did I lose you? Did my earbud? No, oh, here you are. Okay, good. And, and um, we thought we had it all planned out for him. You know, we were like, oh, well, this is what you're going to do, and this is what you're not going to do. And he was like, uh, actually, i got my own plans. Oh, okay. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Well, shoot. Well, and our daughter's 17. We're like, hey, you're not allowed to get any older than 17 because it stops here. Like, you're not, you're not moving out. You're not getting, no, it's just done. 17, we're holding. <laughs> you're never moving out. Well, uh, but, actually, sitting in this room, my son is 35, my daughter's 33. So there you go. Yeah, they've moved and on. I have, I have a six-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. Oh, and it's just. Now, the, did you have a say? Did I have what? I'm wondering, did your dad have a say in you growing up? Did your dad have a say in you growing up and moving out, or did you just do that? Oh no, I would still live with him. Permission. My whole family would live with him if it was his <laughs> choice. <laughs> We would all live in your house oh, with really? you, Dad. You would? Really? You, oh, when, okay. What do you mean? When we moved out <laughs> to go to college, even though my brother is two years older than oh, me, but he it. moved out the same time as me to go to college. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, my mom said that my dad was just in a depressive state. He's like, our children have left us. And <laughs> mind you, we both were going to college 20 minutes away. Yeah, that's we didn't true. Go. Yeah, same state, yeah. same city, even yes. really. <laughs> 
Well, I'm not saying that's the same city. We were in Minneapolis, and you were in St. Paul. Yeah, oh, but they're wow. twin. They're twin cities. Totally yeah. different. So, you know, a whole 20 minute drive. Honest to God, Robin, and I'm not kidding. When I was, I was kind of weepy-eyed and the whole deal. And she said, "What's the matter?" I said, "What do you mean? What's the matter? Our children have moved away to college." And she goes, "They're in St. Paul." Yeah. <laughs> but I see. I'm the same way as you, though, Dad, because oh I. My daughter had an orientation. You're she's hate it. she's going into kindergarten this year. Or no, she's going to first grade this year. My goodness. And we had a meeting with her teacher just of how the school year is going to go and blah blah blah. And I, yeah. at the end of it, I was like, oh, I'd just like to talk to you about a couple things about my daughter and just her personality, just to know about. Had a big personality. She sure she does. does. And I started, like. Almost crying, <laughs> talking to the teacher oh. about her, and then I like coughed, yes. and I was like, "Oh, sorry, allergies." Mm. Yes. <laughs> Even though I was trying not oh, to cry. Yeah. I, that is, I you know, I hate to be that annoying person who says it's going to go so fast, but it oh, does. Wow. It totally I'm it does. Of my daughter and her first day of kindergarten, and I'm just like weeping. I'm like, "Oh gosh, please just make it stop. Like, just slow it." You know. Honestly, my favorite song is Stop This Train by John Mayer. Do you know it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. I've heard it a million times, and I bawl every time. Now I'm it's just... Such a beautiful... Oh, I'm just oh, going to get in my car and play that song and weep. Way to go, Rob, and she'll be weeping on the way home. Yeah, going to pick up my kids. Hey, you know what? I'll be doing the same. So. Yeah, we'll be in it together. Okay, so we go see yeah. Strong Father, Strong Daughter. We watch it on Pure Flix. That's pureflix.com. So how does the movie start? Well, I'll tell you. you got to watch it. I won't tell you everything, but it's no, 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 a, no. a, a symbolism. Yeah. Symbolism of a uh, of a yellow balloon, and it ends with you know the that it symbolizes that you've got to let go. But I don't think it sounds like we never do, right? You certainly haven't let go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only been thirty five years. Well, we also work together every day, yeah. so it's yeah, yeah. that's true. But that's part of it too, Robin. We do we, we we do this podcast. Usually, as I said, my wife is here, and their mother is here. I love working with my family, Robin. I, I you know, I do a, a morning show on the radio here as well, but I do this afternoon podcast with my family. I love being with my family. I just do. I love it. And we feel trapped. You know, I can, <laughs> and they feel <laughs> trapped. <laughs> and they feel trapped. <laughs> Listen, I, we are kindred spirits. You know, my husband and I are the same. Like we, you know, we put family, it's prioritized over literally everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've kind of reaped the rewards of that because I think my kids are spectacular. People are like, what's your secret? And I genuinely <sighs> believe it's the time that we've spent with our kids. And, you know, we're both actors, so it's kind of, we've been fortunate in the sense that we've been able to be home with them so much. Or like if I'm working, my husband's home and vice versa. But like, we'll do these trips we try to do them every year, at least every summer, where it's just the five of us. Now, my kids aren't arguing still that it's just the five of us. Like, they don't know the big secret that we try to pull off. But it's my, and our oldest is 19, and it's just our own little nucleus family. And we travel and we do things together. And they're never like, hey, can we bring our buddy or can we bring my girlfriend or can we blah, blah, blah. It's just us. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. I I would agree with that, absolutely. I would absolutely agree with that. It is a wonderful situation. And I, 
It is. And I, th- I think this movie also is kind of like highlights the importance of like, you know, you're never going to regret time spent with your kids ever. No. You know, like we get so busy with all the things that we have to do and all the things and the things that, but gosh, like it's going to go in a snap. And you're going to like, did I, did I do this enough? Did I spend enough time with them? And like, I know that that's never going to be one of my regrets. I will never regret the time I spent with my kids. You know, I got to tell you, nineteen was it ninety one or ninety two? The the snowstorm at the Halloween, Andy. You remember that? You I think were that was ninety one. I think it was ninety one. Yeah. Baby, so, so Alex was a baby. She had just well, not you were one. Yeah. Well, actually, Alex was, I can find out. Let's see. Well, I think uh, it was ninety one. I think. Yeah, know. it was ninety one because yeah. Officer well, Dave. Last time we talked about it, <laughs> Officer Dave said that he was married that week. Yeah, that's oh. right. That's right. A beautiful October. Interesting timing. Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So, Robin, one of the things that sticks in my head about the whole deal, what you're talking about, is in 1991, we took the kid. It snowed three feet on Halloween that year. Three feet oh, of snow. Wow. We live in Minnesota. <laughs> yes, if it did. wasn't clear. Oh, my God. We haven't gotten a three-foot <laughs> blizzard in, I don't think, since then. Since though. then, I don't wow. think. So, Andy is three years old. Well, that must have put a damper. On the trick or treating? Nope. No, not, not really. We're, nope. tr- we're Minnesotans. Yeah. We just put on our boots and trudge through. Wow. Yeah, put just, snow pants over yeah, your unicorn pants. outfit and off you go. Everyone thought I was dressed up as Mario because I had red snow pants on. No. I was not dressed up as Mario. You were a dirtle. Yeah, but I mean, they saw the red snow pants and the blue uh, snow jacket and they were like, oh, Mario. It's a me, Mario. Sure, why not? Nope. You, you were a, tur- a ninja turtle and Alex was a witch. <laughs> no. Yes, you were. I was one? You're one year old witch. witch. No, you were, yeah, you'd have been two. But two. Yeah, that doesn't. No, oh yeah, ninety-one. I was that born in eighty-nine. Sound, I don't. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, you would have been two, and you would have been. I would have been five, almost. No, well, I, you I, just, I just turned. You just five. turned. Math is hard. Yeah, let's five. move on. Five. Eighty-six. Oh, that's yeah. eighty-six. God, <laughs> you just turned five. You're right. Yep. So we got a five-year-old turtle and a uh, two-year-old uh, witch, who's being carried around by my <laughs> wife, and watching the I. Robin, I can sit here and tell you that video is playing in my head right now, and it will the rest of my life because I loved it so much. Exactly what you're talking about, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, did something special happen on that? I'm like, I'm waiting to hear, like, what happened? What happened? It was just the joy of the kids, all of that snow that they had to – Andy was trudging. Kids don't care about snow. No, they don't. Snow and cold doesn't bother them at all. You know, I was really worried that all yeah. that snow, they're not going to like this. But man, it made it even better, Robin. It really made it just a magnificent Halloween. Yes. It did. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. No well, question. I love that. And, I, you know, I think that, like, this movie is, I love that it highlights the importance of a dad's role in his daughter's life and in and, and her development, you know. And, you know, I just think we're living in a society where it's like, we're not valuing the father's role as much as we should be. Right. Like, I can't imagine my kids without our children, our children, our kids without our my my husband and their father. Like I, I can't imagine. I also can't imagine being a single parent either. So yeah, you know. Um, anyway. No, I do understand that, but I mean, it's a situation where there's a lot of talk already about uh, we don't need the family unit anymore. You just you have kids. It doesn't mean you have to get married. And you know what? And, and look, I mean, you do what you do. I love being married. I love having kids, and I love the fact that we all yeah. you know, kind of grew together, yeah. and it was wonderful. But I, I just I agree with you. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, whatever you got uh, for parents, good for you. As long as your parents pay attention to you, I'm really happy for you. 
But this whole idea that, that we don't yes. need that family unit anymore, I disagree. I, the family oh, unit is the most God. important thing I, to me on earth. It really is. Well, it is. I think it shapes our kids and the next generation to come. And, like, I just value it. Like I said, I value it above above everything. It's my, it's, it is the most significant and most important role that I've ever played, hands down. I think it is wonderful. The movie is called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, streaming now on PureFlix. Again, that's PureFlix, P-U-R-E-F-L-I-X, one word, pureflix.com. Robin, you've been a great guest. I appreciate all the time today. Um, you guys are great. Well, I hope you enjoyed the film. It's really sweet. It's got a great message, funny. And um, thank you so much for having me. You guys are a special, special family. You're doing it right. Thank you very much, Robin. Sounds like you are, too. Come back soon. I'd love to talk to you more about what you're up to. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Robin Lively, ladies and gentlemen. Strong fathers, strong daughters. What about strong sons, Andy? Not part of it, I guess. doesn't matter. You're just out of the mix. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think there is a certain, I mean, obviously, a specific relationship between fathers and daughters. Yeah, fathers and sons, fathers. It's, it's totally different. You're right about that. Well, and I mean, obviously, it applies differently to the type of father and the type of son. Like, you know, a lot of people with father-son relationships think like sports and yep. yeah, Andy and tossing I the ball around, teaching them how to fish. Yeah, neither yeah. of you do any of those things. No. Yeah. So we didn't do any of that. You've had a different relationship than that, but see, one of my favorites is Andy was about four years old. So we're talking 1989. So you were just uh, 1990. I would have turned four in 1990. He's two and a half years older than me. So we're outside. We're flying a kite with your with your grandfather, Don Brandt. So Don's there. I'm there. Andy's there. And I thought Don was going to pass out. He was laughing so hard because he held up his right foot. He put raised his right foot straight up in the air and said, "Grandpa." The kite string is wrapped around my tootsie. <laughs> I'll never forget. Don thought that was so cute that you said you had the kite string wrapped around your tootsie. Kids just say what they hear. They Sage says tootsie all the time. Yeah, they don't have any uh, context there. Because I Well, and I ask Sage to, you know, like when I used to take his socks and shoes off for him when he mm-hmm. couldn't do it or when I'd put his socks and shoes on right. for him when he couldn't do it, I'd be like, give me your right tootsie, give me your left tootsie. And so now he'll just be like. He'll just refer to his feet as Tootsies. Mm-hmm. I love Tootsies. Nothing yeah. wrong with a Tootsie. Oh, my God. This just uh, popped up on the screen. The last major primaries of 2022 hold some lessons. What could we have learned from the primaries, do you think? What do you think they're talking about? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> well, I understand that. I'm sure the lesson is that the author of this article is politically always right, and everyone yeah, who disagrees with them point. is wrong, and so forth. Uh, Kate Siemens um, That's a shame. wrote it. <laughs> S-E-A-M-O-N-S. Siemens. Still. Yeah, you're right. I understand, Andy. I understand what you're saying, but what the hell. But uh, it's it. I'm not going to read the article, but here are the, the questions they're asking or statements they're making. New York race is a bellwether. Political sees the race to fill the uh, seat left behind by now Lieutenant Governor Antonio Delgado as a decent proxy for what's coming. Well, it's New York. Why? Well, that's... They vote one way in New York. Yes, they do. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. The topic of abortion rights is going to be huge, though, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it seems that way. <clears throat> it would, uh, uh, you know, I don't know anything about abortion. I, I was never involved in one, and it wasn't, uh, yeah, so I don't know anything about how that works. And 
what that feels like. Losing the house, what Florida shows us. Uh, it was a good night, Donald Trump. Oh, so apparently Donald Trump had another big, uh, big. Oh, Matt Gates had a forty-plus point win. Jesus, forty-plus po- point. I thought he was in some kind of trouble, wasn't he? They've been trying to pin things on him, but they there's no actual charges or anything. I don't think. I don't know. All I know is that about a year or two ago, there was a giant storm of articles about him. Yeah, and then I they kind of that. stopped. I do remember that. There was a, something about a sexual relationship with a woman or something. Something like that? Something like that. I don't, like I don't that. really I don't know. even know. Where is he? Is he a representative? What is he? Um, he's in Florida. He's what? a, yeah, he's rep, uh, state rep, I believe. Okay. I don't even really, you know, it's, don't really know or about Florida Or would you be politics. a federal rep? I don't even know what you well, would be. Well, there's two state senators. Yeah. And then there's the representatives, and that's per county, I believe. Here's what I love. This is not about who you, you vote, I vote, and we'll see who wins. Blue potential in Florida, the Washington Post reports that despite the thoroughly Republican nature of its statewide officials, Democrats have chosen two serious candidates to try to take down a pair of the biggest names in Republican politics in November, DeSantis and Senator Marco Rubio. So this is, this is a, it's not about voting and it's not about may the best person win or any of that. It's about I have to take you out. Well, yeah, of course. And it happens well, as a Republican, it happens yeah, as Democrats. I, politics why? is me versus you. Yes, it is. Well, well they've been doing this in Florida. Every, oh, every election, true. it's, that yeah. That is true. They're well, going to switch Florida finally. They've yeah, been trying, that's they've, not going to happen. Ever since, what, 2000 when uh, Bush won, they've been mad at Florida, so they've been gunning for it ever since. I know, and it's just not going to happen. Oh, that's true, yeah. That All was, those yeah, people well, that was in the That was 20 years ago, yeah. No. Over 20 years ago. Yeah, 22 years ago already. That's yep. amazing when you said Whoa. that. Whoa. <clears throat> uh, what the hell are you going to do, right? He's like the first president that I remember actually being like, oh, voting in the presidency. And yeah. Oh, George W. Bush. Me too. George W., yeah. Well, because Clinton was 96 then. I was only 10, so yeah. what the hell did I care? Yeah, I mean, 92, I didn't really care until I was like 20-something. Yeah. I mean, I remember... I was aware of it. Clinton, because of all of the sex scandal stuff, but I don't... I don't remember, like, voting for him or people voting people for him. People caring, Because yeah. I was 10. Yeah. God, I was trying to think of the guy, and I can't remember. He ran for president... And I did all of his national voiceover. He was a very liberal Democrat. See, people don't realize that at one point in my life, I was a pretty liberal Democrat. And then I tried being a Republican. I was never a far right Republican. Maybe some people disagree with that. But I wasn't comfortable with either one of those. So I just kind of, I'm kind of a middling. Does that mean I'm boring because I'm middling with politics? In Minnesota, yes. Minnesotans want crazy people. They, they kind of do, don't they? Yep. And the reason you know politics even came up, I, I just looked at the national news chart. About ninety percent of the stories on the national news chart are about the elections uh, yep. yesterday. Well, yeah. Or the pre-elections. Well, because what else? Them. I mean, what else do they have to talk about? I guess I don't really understand what that was all about, but uh, such is life. Yeah, honest to God, it's Matt Gates, it's Doctor Oz, it's you know. Uh, Christ, it's uh, every story's about. Well, but again, the vote was yesterday. So, so Doctor Oz right. is doing what now? He's running for uh, United States Senate. What zone or whatever state? Well, here, let me get it for you. The endless crudite uh, back and forth between Dr. Mehmet Oz and John Fetterman continues. Now an aide for uh, Oz's campaign is raising eyebrows with a comment on Fetterman's health. Yeah, see, when you get mean about it, I don't like that. I don't care for that. You Fetterman. don't? Yeah, exactly. I hadn't Weird. heard that yet. 
Fetterman, who was running against Oz for a Senate seat in Pennsylvania, mocked Oz for an odd campaign video regarding a crudite uh, tray. That was crudite. That's crudite. Crudite. Oh, crudite. Okay. Is that how crudite is spelled? I think yeah. It's spelled like crudite. It's spelled like crudite, yep. Oh, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. so it's crudite. I've never had crudite. <laughs> well, like, what is that? It's yeah, crudite like is just like... Appetizer tray. Oh, it's like radishes and celery? Yeah. Like Basically. Oh, that's crudite? Uh-huh. Okay, good. No wonder I didn't know how to say it. No. Well, that's like a few years ago, I was at a mall with mom, and there was a store called Epitome on... Epitome. The th- and I was like, Epitome? And oh, she yeah. was like, Epitome. I'm like, oh, Yeah. I've done a, an epitome in my life, yeah. so I know. What oh, you're cerulean! Just a few weeks ago, I said something, and I was like, "Cerulean," mm. or something. I said it weird, and then they're like, "Cerulean." I was like, "Yes, yes that makes cerulean, a lot exactly. more sense." <laughs> uh, back to this, Oz uh, for a Senate seat in Pennsylvania mocked Oz for an odd campaign video regarding a crudite tray. I saw this video. Oh, you did see the video. So they're What's, mad about it. But. The weirdest shit, though. What did he buy? He bought, he was like, I got to pick up some stuff for my wife for a crudite. We're having a party. So this is Dr. Oz we're talking about? this is Dr. Oz. And he picks up asparagus. Asparagus is good. Hang on. Tasty. Asparagus, a giant bag of full carrots, salsa, and guacamole. Oh, that's weird. And then somebody was like, Imagine going over to Dr. Oz's house and having a carrot dipped in guacamole. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> like, what that are they eating? Horrible. Like, asparagus with salsa? Like, that sounds terrible. I know. And then he talks about how expensive all this stuff is, oh, just yeah. like this yeah. whatever stuff. And he's like, we have Joe Biden to thank for this, is what he says at the end. Joe Biden mm. to think for what? How expensive the odd crudite is. Oh, for Christ's sake. Is. So are they ever going to stop yeah, that? That's yeah, the Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I know. I don't like either one of them, so is I that, am I okay with that? Yeah. Are yes. we okay? Uh, now, here's that, that, that the, the entire point of reading the story was this next line. Sorry. No, no, not, not a problem at all. Now, in a statement to Insider Rachel Tripp, a senior communications advisor for the Oz campaign, says... If John Fetterman, now again, that's the guy I guess that's running against Dr. Mehmet Oz. If John Fetterman had ever eaten a vegetable in his life, then maybe he wouldn't have a major stroke uh, and wouldn't be in a position of having to lie about it constantly. What the? What? So the guy basically didn't eat enough carrots and he had a stroke? Is that what they're saying? I guess. I don't really get politics anymore. I really don't understand why they've gotten so incredibly mean. I guess they've always been mean, though, haven't they? Yes, they they absolutely have. Because you look at it all the way back to, like, Thomas Jefferson and that whole era. Boy, those boys went after each other. Well, we talked about Aaron Burr earlier. Yeah, they dueled each other sometimes. They dueled away. Would you call him Roger? Roger (laughs) Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like it when they go after... Like, get real personal with things. How about, what are you going to do for the people? Can we talk about what you're going to do? If you get elected, what are you going to do for your constituents? What are you going to do for the people instead of, look at that shirt on my opponent? Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Right? It's very uh, pathetic. I See, I, I agree, Andy. I think that's a, the perfect word for it. I think it's extremely pathetic, mm-hmm. and I really wish they would just calm down. You know what I mean? I do. So I did learn some stuff. I learned today that Robin Lively is a very good guest. I really yeah, liked her a lot. Very nice. She was terrific. Mm-hmm. I learned that um, the woman drowning in the pool was live streamed, but nobody did a tour. She was doing live streaming herself. Yep. And then she live streamed herself drowning, unfortunately. Oh. So I don't know. Um, 
You got Biden talking about canceling student loans. There's a lot of politics in the news today. But I suppose there was a voting day yesterday, a pre-vote or whatever mm. they call it. Uh, so I suppose that's why it's in the news so much today. But all right, well, that's about going to do it, isn't it? Isn't I, I would imagine. I guess. I suppose so. So is Doug in tomorrow? He is in tomorrow. Doug Frank is in Cal- tomorrow. Frank Caliendo will be in studio tomorrow. But we also oh, yeah, really? we have Frank, yep. It'll be fantastic. You can fun. come in if you want, Alex. I don't have anybody to watch my children. But. Well, that's not going to be a good plan then. Nope. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.